When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Geekscape is welcome to a brand new Geekscape. That was the remastered version of the theme song. I'm sitting here with my good friend Brian Gilmore. Hello. I got to tell you, um, you would have probably had this episode earlier if yes. Audacity hadn't screwed me and our good friend Ward Roberts. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview that I did with Ward Roberts about his movie Dust Up. Thank God that thing got recorded because I got to tell you, right afterwards, we recorded a Geekscape episode that will never be heard by your ears. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. The lost episode. The lost episode. No, uh, Audacity ate it. Ended up being corrupted oh. and just fucked up, and it, then it crashed as I was trying to fix it, and I was like, okay, this whole thing sucks. So, sorry about that, Geekscapists. Basically, uh, Ward had a lot of cool insight. I'll bring it up um, if, we, if we cover those subjects, which I think yeah. we will. we got to talk Lucasfilm's uh, acquisition by Disney, and um, as we cover these topics, I'll be like, oh, Ward had a good point, but... <laughs> Sadly, you won't hear the Ward uh, points coming from Ward's mouth. Oh, I that's so sad. Instead, you get me. Yeah, but that's good, too. We miss Gilmore. Hello, everybody. And um, what's cool, though, is that uh, you should go check out Dust Up, Ward's film. It's on VOD right now. And listen to that episode. It's huh? on Video On Demand? It's on Video On Demand. Where is Video On Demand? Is that just cable like, stuff? Yeah, or like cable dog. Can you get it on Xbox and stuff? Uh, I think November 13th is when you can start getting on Xbox and, and all that stuff, like, okay. uh, like iTunes. Maybe you can get it on iTunes now. You should check on it. Dustupfilm.com. Yeah. Um, so, Gills, how have you been? Great. Um, Ranker.com's doing well. We have more and more traffic every single month. Uh, the content's doing great. We've picked up a lot of Cracked.com writers, which is uh, kind of nice. Uh, so you've added now. personality to that operation. Yeah, at last. <laughs> at last we have like talented, talented writers. Um, mainly we have Keir Harris and J.F. Sargent, mm-hmm. um, who write some of the best articles leave, on there. Why would, I mean, why would they leave Well, no, I mean, most, most, most of uh, Crack.com works in a really weird... Uh, I, I run the content. Yeah, I run uh, the content on a website called Ranker.com, and it, we do a bunch of lists similar to Crack.com, only anyone can make their list on Ranker. And uh, on Cracked, the way that, that it works is kind of weird. They have a really sort of in-group forum uh, that's super, super popular, and through their forums, they sort of think of ideas together, and they write stuff, and then some like popular forum members and then moderators end up writing a lot of the content, Mm -hmm. and so most of those dudes are just like funny, awesome dudes that are smart and good writers, and uh, they freelance write for a bunch of websites, and uh, so, you know, we got one or two guys uh, on our team, and then they just started coming, just like... Funnel the billion dudes through and it's awesome. That's great. Now, is Ranker pay for advertising? Because you just got like two minutes worth. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, 
that's awesome. It's good to be back. Oh, I like it. Oh, the abuse feels good. Really? It is. It does. I never get it. Who am I going to get that from? I would give it. I would be just society. Just mirrors. I should get it from mirrors. I think that the second you walk out of your door, the world just becomes a hostile place. (laughs) (laughs) It's basically like an anvil weighing me down as soon as I I walk into public. I would guess that for you. The world is the equivalent to what, like, like primordial, primordial man had to deal with, like, with saber-toothed tigers and shit, <laughs> where, like, the second they leave their cave to go, like, you know, hunt and gather... Yeah, you better climb a tree they, and see like, what's happening, otherwise every, you're fucked. Like, everything could have killed them and hated them. Immediately, and yeah. That's gotta be, like, your existence. I gotta think that, like, yeah. you just got Socially and emotionally, like, yeah, that's, I think that's exactly what it's like. For you, right? Mm-hmm. Just constantly. So it's good to know that you've been well. Yeah, it's, uh, been I think well. every time you're here, it's a success. It's my favorite holiday. Today, as we're recording yeah, this. Yeah, we're recording this. You probably won't listen to this until Thursday. It's Easter. But yeah, you probably won't hear this until Thursday, but we're recording this on Halloween. And um, and why is Halloween your favorite? Because you can cover your face? Uh, yeah, so one, <laughs> so I can cover my face. There's no other holidays that just regularly involve sluts, depending on your family. And uh, slutty, there's... Slutty Santa Claus. Exactly. You don't have to, like, give presents to anybody. There's no, like, hey, really bunny. hard... <laughs> I'm going to give you some tail of my own. There's no hard social obligations. I don't know what you're doing to the mic. Every time you freak out, the mic hates you. Oh, that sucks. I'll, right. I'll just stand perfectly still. Please do. Is it still recording? Yeah, yeah it is. Oh, hey, look at that. Hello, people listening to this in your car. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's the greatest holiday. Your only responsibility is to dress up and have fun. And that's awesome. Yeah. And, and, and everyone and does eat, it. And eat candy. And eat candy. So it's like a fatter, more American version of being at like a Comic-Con or being at like a Long Beach Con or something like that, where you see a bunch of like absolutely ridiculous looking people in costumes, and you're all kind of in on it together. Yo, Only people get drunk, and there's a lot of happiness and merriment to be had. Well, cosplay, like, cosplay's gotta be like, okay. It's getting bigger, have you noticed? Yeah, it's getting bigger. Now, do you think that's because whenever any girl cosplays, she goes from like a three to a five? Uh. <laughs> Like, is that what it, I, I mean, love I how mean, little credit you're giving everybody. I mean, think about but it. But yeah, right? no, like, I mean, obviously. You see the cosplayers, and basically, like, the cosplay, these girls feel like they're getting more attractive, but, like, what? That's so Why do you sad. Do What's so sad about That's so it? Sad, guys man. do the same thing, but, like. No, they, they do, the but, like, part, they cover guys, their shit yeah, up. But or, for the most part, guys cover their shit up. Yeah, but girls, like, let, like, if they're, like, they're, to- like, oh, this if they're really thick, but have a nice butt, yeah, there you go. This is what I show my midriff, and it's like, no, it's not. Yeah, it's 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 sad, but they spend a lot of time on it. Good, take yeah. that time, put it on a treadmill. <laughs> Whatever, take all of your so after a certain yeah, that, weight that, that, that after t- a certain weight level, take all that time and put that time on a treadmill, and yeah, then start the sewing. Is what you're you took saying to make a fucking X twenty three costume? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Visit our fucking friends side. But it's such a big community now that like we could get in trouble for saying this. Like what? there's so much stuff around I mean, some of the most inflammatory some of the Come at me. Come at me. Some of those inflammatory articles uh recently have been articles about threes of fives? Yeah. Or about uh I forgot what it was, but I think a little bit after the Avengers came out. Uh, one of those uh, websites, I think it was like Unreality or one of those, uh, did a roundup of uh, fat black widows. And so they just did all of like the ugliest, poorly executed black widows. And then every geek site um, just fucking tore them apart. How dare saying, you? Yeah, it's like, this is a community. These are people expressing themselves, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm talking about like, listen, man. All right? I'm going to justify myself. 
self-improvement uh-huh. isn't just your attitude on the inside. Sometimes it's how you feel good about yourself on the outside. Yeah. And you got to do like... Like the cleanliness of your car, as you told me many you times. Gotta, yeah, I've told you. The inside of your car reflects the inside of yourself and how you feel about yourself. Like a unilateral improvement. Yeah. All right? You can cover yourself in as many fucking capes and shit as you want. <laughs> Dress up as many esoteric S- anime later, characters that you only know because they fit your body that, type. Sooner or later that stuff's going to come off, man. Okay. You know? Yeah. Make sure you're happy with yourself. Good. All Speaking right? of which... We did a list. I'm not talking about Ranker. Called what will be the most annoying Halloween costume of 2012. Okay, is it anything like the one that you did exactly the same in 2011? No, we didn't do that in 2011. Oh, why? Um, Because we're dumb. Okay, can you give me the top two and then we'll actually move on to some content? So the most annoying things that you're going to see and that you probably saw last night, if you're listening to this on Thursday or sometime this week, was Psy, Gangnam Style, obviously is going to be the most popular thing. Um, that's not racist. Honey, honey, boo boo, and Mama June. Okay, because that's not Every, classist. Everyone is going. <laughs> Keep going. Everyone's going to do. I actually saw two of these at a party I went to on Saturday. Paul Ryan pumping iron. Oh yeah, that's good. Because that big one. one. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think it'll be annoying. Uh, Nolan Jokers, because those will always be annoying. I saw yeah. three. Nolan that's, Joker. It's disgusting. Okay. Uh, Jerry Sandusky. You just take. Um, you put like a kid in front of you or something. Like uh, that? Yeah, Maybe. you know that priest costume that has that kid hanging off his cock. Yeah. Uh, you just do one of those, but you put on a Penn State jersey. Okay. Um, binders full of women. Saw one of those. You know what? I, I was at a dog event with my wife for Halloween. <laughs> you were at a dog event? Yeah, and they and they had a binder. Like, this one wanted to make a binders full of women costume for, like, her dog. And I was like, all right, well, next time mm-hmm. bring the dog into the discussion. Because nice. the dog would have been like, fuck, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I think if the dog refuses. Co- so, will work for food, Big Bird? Listen, that's enough. Yeah. It's enough of your list. The last one that I like okay, is the, the no, here we go. It's the, uh, it's do, like really sort of buff douchebags just throwing on a surgical mask and a tank top and calling it Bane. When you sell your site, less people want to go to it. Okay? <laughs> I, I just think these are interesting things. It's okay. the day after Halloween. No, I got you. I got you. We uh, usually do a costumed, what did you, what did we usually do a costumed uh, episode. And you know, I got bummed out. I was like, oh my God, we can't do a costume. I wanted to talk about Halloween like, somehow. Like audio. So you, what are you going as? Uh, I'm going as the old guy from Up. Okay, that works. That it works. does. Yeah, I look it, adorable. It's, it's basically a Doctor Who costume. It's basically a, doc- <laughs> it's basically it, a Doctor Who okay, costume with Okay, actu- I actually already... So I, it's, basically, I was like- it's basically going to be Steven Prescott in like 20 years. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, he dresses as Doctor Who like every day. I know, but he won't have that much hair. So, oh, the... The way I actually, the we reason I did this. We can't be talking about that one. <laughs> the only reason I uh, got this is because uh, leftovers from my Doctor Who costume from last year is just what I'm reusing. So okay, don't cover your mouth. Anymore. You're 100% right. Um, so, do you see what Laura and I dressed as? Yeah, you guys were Professor Layton and uh, the character I don't know. Luke. Right, Luke his, his side, Luke, the Luke sidekick. Yeah. Laura fought me since May on this. She's like, I don't want to dress. I heard you talking about I this ever since last year, before last year's Halloween. Boy. She said, I don't want to dress as a little boy. That's fucked up. She Why is that fucked up? Well, because she, she's a woman. Yeah, my friend Akiko is going as the as a slutty version of the Boy Scout from Up. But it's a slutty version. Like she's trying to be hot. Oh, uh, like, okay. Laura, Laura's but like, Laura no, pulled it I, off I like perfectly. Yeah, it off. great. But listen, we got to Monday night, and she's like, "I want to do something for Halloween." And I was like, "Well, listen, you shot down my idea, so, and, you <laughs> and, you and you didn't present any of yourself. Like I'm okay with her shutting down my idea, right? But she didn't present any. You have of to her bring. Own. You have to bring something productive to the table. And so. We got to Monday, and I said, listen, like, I tried. You shot me down. What do you want to do? And she goes, I'll do it if you just find everything. Oh, my God. How did you find it? And I go, 
Well, that presents quite the puzzle now, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, since since Monday, like last month, last Monday a week uh-huh. ago, I've been talking like Leighton. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I bought the hat and her suspenders, and then her hat. I went out to like Pasadena, this old hat store to get. Yeah. And everything else came from Goodwill. Damn, you went all the way out there. Everything else came from Goodwill. Awesome. I I, I spent less than eighty dollars on both of our costumes. Nice. And we, we she sold even it. the hat, even, even your hat? hat, even the hat, even the hat. That's awesome. Where did you find the your hat? hat? Was maybe twelve dollars. Aussie dots in Hollywood. Okay. Like I, it was awesome. And uh, if, if, if you look at it online, where can you look at it online? Either on Twitter uh, or Facebook. I don't know. Got three hundred Reddit upvotes in the subreddit for Nintendo. All right. What's your username on Reddit? Uh, J London seventy eight. Yeah. And, um, check that out. It looks you look spot on for having spent like, yeah, so little money. And, and, Laura, and Laura showed up. And I mean, I think I was like Instagramming as I as I. As I took all the hipstagramming, as, well, as I as I acquired each of these pieces mm-hmm. of the puzzle, I was Instagramming oh, it, God, and Laura's hilarious. like just looking at all the pictures, like, "Oh my God, he's getting closer to it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, he's getting closer to it. Oh my no, God, I'm gonna have no, to do this. I'm gonna have to do this." And then she showed up, and you know what? She was a trooper. She was enthusiastic about the costume. Her only her only mandate was that people recognize what we were. Yeah, and when we went to a video game party. Everybody loved it there. Oh my and God, then, that's perfect. And then uh, I went home and I put it on Reddit. Mm-hmm. And the Nintendo subreddit loved it. So, oh, that's so look, awesome. sweetie, you, you, you know, you went viral. You that's know? awesome. It's awesome. We'll and put you guys on the roundup. Put, you, put, put us on the roundup. Fuck yeah, over that's at, awesome. Over at? Uh, <laughs> fuck yeah. Ranker. Ranker.com. Fantastic. Um, look, look for that over at Ranker.com. You got, you, got to earn your, <laughs> you got to earn your plugs, dog. You got to earn your plugs. All right. Look, oh, all right. God. So listen, let's talk about the news that is the big news this week. You what know? happened this week? We, that's what I was going to say. We've got tons on Geekscape.net because Derek and Sean and... Eric and Molly and everybody's just been writing their asses off. And Jake went away. Halo Waypoint's picking He's up back. articles again. And yeah. like Jake's back. We're a week from Halo 4. You know, if you want your Halo content, you got to go on geekscape.net. And Jake is an adult now, by the way, in case you haven't talked I, to him or I, seen no, him I had or caught up with him. Day, dog. No, audience, <laughs> in case you haven't caught up or seen. Wait, you had lunch with Jake lunch went away with Jake. today? Yeah, I had lunch with him this morning. Oh, that's awesome. Um, you had lunch with him this morning. Yeah, uh, I, I, but, had to, I had to kind of have an early lunch because I had school work to do for, uh, for my students so. yeah because you teach a class i teach i teach two classes a week yeah wow and so he's very excited about halo of the, course he is the the halo you know the the halo ford unto dawn stuff that mm-hmm. machinima's been putting up i think we're the only site that's doing like full analysis assessments of those episodes from an expert like jake yeah that's starting to get picked up but even though there's tons of news, we'll get to the news. We got to talk about Disney's acquisition of Lucasfilm for four billion dollars and their announcement that they're going to be doing a new Star Wars film in 2015. Sadly, I already recorded a podcast about this, but I'm just going to reshare my my thoughts. What are yours, Gilmore? I could not be more excited. Um, okay, this... that's, that's anti to what Ward Roberts was saying. He's like, I, uh, it's going to be awful. I well, think this is going to well, be great. This and this and that is testament to the fact that this is going to be the new popular, like, huge sort of geek-slash-nerd debate. Until this new first movie comes out, this is the new civil war of the geek community. Okay, so, so where Is do this we... exciting, or has this ruined Star Wars? No, no, okay, so where do I stand in my hopeful ambivalence? Because mm-hmm. I'm kind of like... You don't give a fuck till you start well, knowing details? Okay, let's talk about 2015. We're already getting an Avengers movie. Right. We have the possibility from of, Disney. Yeah, from Disney, we're getting the possibility of a JLA movie from mm-hmm. Warner Brothers. Meh. Uh, we'll get. No, we won't get a new Hobbit. That'll be in 2014. But we're getting some good stuff. And in a Star Wars movie, if it's good, yeah, it's just icing on the cake. And if it's bad, I gotta think we've already had three good Star Wars and three bad Star Wars. So why are more people not in the middle? 
Does that make sense? Maybe yeah. Maybe because they live in Obama's nation of hope. Yeah. But um, Obama nation. I'm just kidding. Obama nation. Um, I'm, I'm hopefully ambivalent. And, and here's, here's what I said uh, um, in the podcast that never was. And I got to repeat it here. And I think it's important. But I'm hardcore. And when the prequels broke my heart, I, I looked at the prequels and I realized what some of the problems were. Which and you can see on the People versus George you can Lucas, see on the pro- available on Lucas. Netflix streaming. And with our friend uh, Mike, who does Mr. Plinkett, who did those amazing analyses on uh, Red Letter Media on YouTube. And so, um, these are the rules that I set out for any future Star Wars films. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to lay them out there for you, Geekscape. Right Number here. one, more titties. No, 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 no more Twi'leks. More Twi'lek, more Twi'lek <laughs> more titties. Uh, here, here they are for you. Are you ready? Okay. Vampires. The first three movies, New Hope, Empire... And uh, Return of the Jedi stuck to this rule, and I think it acted also as their act structure, which helped to discipline each film under 90 minutes. So, first rule, no movie is two hours long. Because the prequels... Over two hours or under... No movie is over two over hours Over two hours long, long. okay. Okay? Those, those prequels just felt like they were directionless, and they didn't know what the driving force of the narrative was. What about a good was. movie being two hours long? Lord of the Rings. Hey, listen to me, all right? Here's the rules. The original trilogy pulled it off. This, the other prequels, it didn't even matter. Right. Okay? There's only three planets per movie. Okay? When you Interesting. Look, well, look at the original trilogy. You got the, A New Hope, and that started on Tatooine, ended up on the Death Star, and then it ended on uh, Bespin. Or not Bespin, uh, Yavin. Okay, right? but but right. but it, all draw. So only set, only three planets as a setting. As a setting, right. Okay. And that gives you your act structure. Okay. All right? Second, but you can talk about other Second shit. movie. Okay? Uh, Empire starts on Hoth. Goes to Dagobah, ends on Bespin. Third movie starts on Tatooine, which they go to a lot, considering it's the farthest place from the center of the universe. Uh, and also like the Compton yeah, of yeah. the fucking galaxy. Okay, so it, it, start, it's, it basically starts on, on Tatooine. It then goes to Dagobah, and it ends on basically Endor slash Death Star number two. Mm-hmm. Those are your act structures. If you keep your locations, if you keep where the settings of these movies are to a strict, like, three... Not not even four planets together. You keep it there. It gives you your act structure, and it and it gives you reason to go to the next one. You know. So on top of that, okay, you've got that. You've got to have a clear protagonist. Like there's no there's no doubt that who's the clear protagonist in each of the original trilogy films. Well, in the first one, obviously it's Luke. Luke, right? In the second one, you tell me who the protagonist was. Um, hmm. I feel like it's Han, but I may no, be no, wrong. No, no, what no, do you think? No. In the in the prequels, obviously in the first trilogy, oh, okie doke. In the prequels, who was it? In the prequels, who was the main protagonist? A lot of people, Obvi- want, uh, a lot of people want to say Anakin. Yeah, but it's not Anakin. Who is it? Anakin just kind of sits there, right? And he it lets shit happen it, to him. It, it's Obi Wan. It should have been Obi Wan. Okay, it wasn't Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. It should have been Obi Wan. Why? Right. Well, think about the structure of the series, and then think about the structure of those movies. The only time there's really a driving force in the prequels is when Yoda says, "Hey, listen, Obi Wan." Go to Chimino and find the source of the clone armies. Then Obi-Wan mm-hmm. goes, okay. And the audience says, okay, so I know at least what is going to happen next in the film. Obi-Wan's going to go to some fucking place and, and, and he's either going to achieve a goal or not achieve a goal. Right. It gives motive to the film. Mm-hmm. You can't really figure out any of the motives anywhere else because the motives are being shared by multiple characters, which is the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull problem of having all these characters tag along with Indy. Right. And you had that in episode one like crazy. And in the second movie, it's just bouncing between the Anakin storyline and the Obi-Wan storyline, and they're not really correlating with each other. It ends in that Count Doku you know, arena battle, which I can't even tell you what that was about. And then the third one, 
I don't even want to. I don't even know what that is. People are like, "Oh, that was the best one of all," but that's just because they got a stupid lava fight. Mm-hmm. They were badly focused movies. So yeah. you got to have a clear protagonist. Here's a problem, though. Yeah. If the series is about Anakin Skywalker, and you've got the first, the prequels being about the like descent, the loss of Anakin Skywalker yeah. as as witnessed by Obi Wan, we'll just go ahead and shovel in that Obi Wan is the person that witnessed. Anakin's like downfall, right? And then the redemption of Anakin Skywalker in the Holy Trilogy, the original three, mm-hmm. as witnessed <laughs> as witnessed by Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anakin died at the end of Return of the Jedi, and his fucking ass got burned up. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are you going to continue the Star Wars series that was about Anakin Skywalker without Anakin Skywalker? Because uh, no one dressed up as Anakin Skywalker in the 80s, <laughs> and everyone dressed up as Luke, because people felt before the prequels so, that the entire thing was about so, Luke. So, so I mean, if, if these are focused... If these are focused films that are, continue a theme, and if the theme is really about Anakin... Yeah. The fall of Anakin, the redemption of Anakin, right? We've got that so far. Is the third trilogy going to be about the effects of Anakin? The, the legacy of Anakin? I mean, it could be. The, the legacy one. of Anakin right now is Luke and Maya yeah. What's-Her-Face. Yeah, Rudolph. Maya. <laughs> <laughs> what's the character's name? Leia. No, Maya What's-Her-Face. I don't know what the fuck you're saying. It's the girl. Uh, well, it's potentially the girl who marries Luke who was sent out to kill him to avenge okay, the so Emperor. Okay, first off, first off, we can't talk about Extended Universe because we just ran an article from our good buddy Sean. Right, Madden. Sean said that they weren't going to do doing, any Extended Universe, but it doesn't mean they're universe. not going to include characters from the Extended Universe. Yeah, let's do it. Let's have a little Dash Rangar up in this bitch. You can do Played all... Played by Nathan Fillion. Let's do it. Uh, like, oh, God, that was the worst. <laughs> the fact that people are going like, Han Solo, yeah. Nathan Fillion. I think until every geek that watched Firefly is 70 and Nathan Fillion is dead, people yeah. are going to be saying, Nathan Fillion and yeah. Joss Whedon should do this next insert new geek thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so those are the rules. Clear protagonist, three planets, 90-minute... Like running time, and okay. let's, let's keep it strict, okay? Sure. On top of that, but that's probably not. Gonna, let's well, work with the aliens that we got. Stop introducing new aliens and dilute the whole universe. Just add depth to in, what in, in, the in, Ewoks. In, yeah, work with Bothans. Work with Wookies. Work with like Akbar's people. And let's use fucking miniatures, dog. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I gotta I'm stop at- saying dog, but it's, <laughs> use miniatures because because this whole use. <laughs> I mean, uh, the thing about there was something cool about having. A Welcome used to uni- Nerd Time with Randy yeah. Jackson. You what up, dog? Uh, having a used universe in the original trilogy was so cool, and then when everything looked nice. Yeah, it didn't look nice. It looked animated. It looked fake, and it detached you from everything. And I don't know what Disney means as far as that goes because they don't really do much live action to CG stuff. Okay, here here is the last rule. Okay, and I want you GCPs just to listen because I think you guys are all like, if you're Star Wars fans, you're like Jedi are the coolest. You don't get a whole lot of Jedi in these movies uh, because they're all dead except for Luke. Okay, so let's see the problem with the prequels. Right. When you ultimately meet Han Solo, he says that he cannot be convinced that there's a force. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Luke's only 18 years old. Yeah. And 
when Luke was born, there were Jedi fucking everywhere. Yeah, so I, you're telling me in a period you know what, of 18 Jonathan? years, I everyone don't, forgot that there were Jedi? I don't believe in LPs. Yeah, I don't believe yeah, that yeah. LPs yeah, ever that, existed. That's like, being, that's like being, what's an LP? What's a laser disc? What laser disc? You can't possibly you can't convince possibly me that convince a laser disc that exists. Some guy had a CD that big that played movies yeah. and you had to flip it halfway through. MTV that's, was good. I'd have to see it to believe it. When Han denies, Dude! When Han denies the existence of the Force... That's basically what he's saying, because when you watch the prequels, there's fucking Jedi everywhere. But here's the thing. That's with your knowledge in this universe. Here's what I just realized. As, as, as we were saying, LPs, Laserdisc, MTV, all this stuff that we knew happened about 30, 30 years ago. Um, it's be, we, how do we know that that happened? We know that happened because of mass media. How much mass media do you see in the Star Wars universe? I don't see any. I don't see anyone. I don't see anyone. I don't see anyone reading a newspaper. I don't see anyone watching a movie, watching television, listening to a radio broadcast. So the travel of information is probably the travel of information. Even though the uh, you know we have spaceships. Are you calling Han Solo a dumbass, uninformed motherfucker? No, I'm calling him the smartest guy born in the 1800s. Huh? There's no mass media. It's not like Han was. There's no mass media. The Jedi were everywhere. Not only that, they were recognized... But how like, does that information travel? They were a recognized force in the universe. They were a police force. Right. But when so that gonna, goes... We're but when that, talking about mass media. We're talking about you denying the existence but of when the that FBI. Goes, but when that goes away, 18 years, probably okay, so, when, so Han, is, years when Han is a little kid, his dad tells him there are no Jedi anymore. What's to convince him otherwise? So 18 years after the like disappearance of the FBI, people are just going to be like, oh, there's no FBI. And let's keep in mind that... like, Yeah, that, that with Han, no newspapers, no TV, and Han's, nobody telling them otherwise except for hearsay. Let's keep in mind Han's not 18 years old. Let's yeah, he's like 35. like 35. Right. But 18 years ago, when Luke was born, he was what? Like a little kid when he, he would 17. trust when he would trust let's his father. Math. Let's do the when, math. Okay. Let's do the math. Let's say, let's say, let's let's say, say Han let's say Han is 30. And okay. he goes back and he's like 13, 14, 15. He okay, will trust his dad. He will trust his dad no. above everyone else. He will trust whoever the fuck was Does raising Han him. Does Han look like a trusting type? Now you're making up like now you're making up excuses for the movie. I am, but I'm saying that I've realized there's no mass media in that universe. So the information traveling slowly makes perfect sense. We're not talking about Tatooine, dude. We're talking about places like Alderaan. Never we're saw, talking about, where I never saw them watch a movie. We're talking about places like Alderaan. We're mm-hmm. talking about places like Coruscant. These are information hotbeds of a universe that is moving and wears capes han solo is an individual who is a smuggler you think that guy doesn't check the information how many drug smugglers do you know that are up on the latest Mitt romney shit first off you gotta be street smart okay okay street smart once again doesn't doesn't go into this yeah do you think someone who's a smuggler wouldn't know about the fbi 18 years after the disappearance of the FBI? It's less the, it's less the FBI, more the CIA. And well, what, the, and the, what CIA? the CIA knows. I'm and telling does. you right now, there shouldn't have been a million freaking Jedis in the prequels. They should have been treated more like the G-Men, the government spook. Yeah, they should have been but more like worked. double agents. But they weren't. There was a fucking academy of them full of little kids, and they were running around on everything. It and they could just go there whenever you so want. So the rule for the new trilogy, are you listening, uh, Disney? Get your big-ass Mickey Mouse ears out and open them up. Uh huh. You only get like one or two or three Jedi per film. That's it. They are a small society, especially now that they've been eradicated. The end of this trilogy should end with someone starting a Jedi Academy no, again or something Phoenix like that. Phoenix Force re- rejuvenating the, mar- the mutant race. Why not? Listen, man. They said, as Sean Madden said on Geekscape. What did he say? 
he said oh, that. Oh, yeah, because we agree, he and I. <laughs> <laughs> no, just don't speak for everybody. So the... Um, I do love Sean, but we don't always agree. No, he's way too positive, yeah. But, like, <laughs> the... Uh, um, but he's that guy you like having around. I do, because like, I he, do like Sean. He shines light in everything, even yeah. though it's just like, dude, nobody fucking likes Teletubbies movies. But, like... <laughs> Sean's like, well, it wasn't that bad. There, it's like, yes, of, it was. We've had a lot of conversations to start with. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. <laughs> it's like, it was Piranha Double D. Like, Anyways, hold on. So what gets me excited about the Disney acquisition uh-huh. is that they have some of the best creative minds working in entertainment today. Yes, John Lasseter. They have John Lasseter, but they have John Lasseter overseeing the first uh, fully overseeing the executive producer uh, John he's, Lasseter. He's doing animated. Yeah, yeah was was uh, Wreck It Ralph. Right. I and saw Wreck It Ralph's awesome. I got to see a screening of Wreck It Ralph. And in my opinion, it's better than The Princess and the Frog, which was the I first, which was the first good non-Pixar Disney movie in like over a decade. Uh huh. And Disney, in after seeing Wreck It Ralph, Disney is kind of back. You know, I walked out of that movie honestly feeling and believing that when I have kids, when oh, God, I'm going no. to be, I'm going God, to be no. able. When all of us, like that, dude. When, all, when all of us have kids, we're going to be able to go to Disney movies and we're going to enjoy them. Right. Disney has us for life, okay. and we can count on them, and that's permanent. And kids that's have always great. enjoyed Disney movies, but... but they had a good like decade in which just kind of bullshit was coming out. Yeah, like Pocahontas on. Uh, yeah, or like po- Hercules on. Exactly. Right, I got you. Exactly. And with Wreck-It Ralph, they're back. I don't know if you're going to have the chance to see. Uh, don't do that. Do not do not look down and talk into your microphone. I don't, I don't know if I don't know if you're you guys good. It's just your peas pop. Uh, keep going. If you guys are going to have the chance to see Wreck-It Ralph, I saw a screening this weekend with Mr. Brian Walton. Mhm. Um and it is the best non-Pixar Disney movie I've seen in over a decade. I'm it looking is, forward to it. It is an absolute blast, and, you know, kind of spoiler alert, we get... I said I was going to look at it. We Don't get, spoil the movie. I'm about to go see it. Okay. I'm just saying, we finally have a good role model for little girls. Oh, uh, and the Sarah Silverman character? Yeah. She's and like the, a racist on the commercial. She's, like, annoying and, like, hanging off a tree and acting like a, a brat? But, How is that good? But... Uh, I can't tell you without okay. spoiling it. All right. I can't I tell you, you without say, spoiling it. I thought you were going to say the Jane Lynch Halo person. Yeah. No, uh, no, no. Um, but <laughs> in this, a lot of things that she does make it so that this is arguably the most well-rounded, great example because she's flawed. And she chooses a different path than most any like Disney prota- female protagonists ever uh-huh. had. And the fact that she does that not only makes her among the crew of Cinderella, Ariel, and all oh, really? those, but she makes certain decisions that separate her from the rest of them that's empowering to little girls. Well, congratulations, you got a role model. It's fucking exciting. So this is what gets me excited. I think this is where you're going to go by introducing the power of Disney. This is why I'm optimistically Looking at this Star Wars thing. Did they appoint Joss Whedon as the director of the Avengers? Avengers 2, yes. Right. Yeah, he's But Avengers, Avengers 1, did Disney do that? No, Paramount did that. Okay. Mar- they... Mar- technically, Marvel did that. Right. And, and Paramount was still going to distribute it, and Disney mm-hmm. bought Avengers off of Paramount, yeah. which yeah. was the fifth movie in that deal. What I'm saying is that Disney has made... No- they Marvel have... did that. Right, but they, they looked, did Joss Whedon for he, Avengers 2, which just makes sense. Here's what I'm going to say. 
let's see what Kathleen Kennedy can do because she's in charge of Lucasfilm in the same way that. Have you looked at her IMDb? That Lasseter, in the same way that Lasseter is in charge of Pixar and that Kevin Feige is in charge of Marvel. Let's see what Kathleen Kennedy can do. That being said, everyone's excited about directors. Joss Whedon's going to be doing Avengers 2, so we got to start with somebody else. All right, nerds? Yeah. My favorite idea right now is... And Peter Bra- Jackson's doing The Hobbit, and, so we can't have Peter that. Peter Jackson's doing The Hobbit. My favorite idea right now is Brad Bird. Yeah, that's at the top of the votable ranker list I like Brad Bird. Have. I also like Joe Cornish, who... Joe Cornish, what did he do? Ward Roberts said yesterday that he's about to do Snow Crash for Paramount, which mm-hmm. is the big hacker novel, right? and it's got some huge set pieces in it. Why not do Joe Cornish, who up till this point has only written t- Tintin yeah. and directed Attack the Block? What's, Edgar, or what's Guillermo del Toro doing? Guillermo del Toro is finishing up Pacific Rim. And then okay. he's probably, uh, who knows what he's doing. He'd be available. I like him. I like the idea of J.J. Abrams, of course. J.J. Abrams, I think, is at the top of everyone's list. Yeah, less, more Star Trek, less clo- uh, Clover, less, um, what was the one with the alien? And he was like, you too should give this ring back to me. What was it? With <laughs> the- Fucking uh, Super 8? Yeah. You didn't like Super 8? And you know I didn't like Super you d- 8. You didn't like E.T. 2, more violent? Yeah, you, yeah. The, the Spielberg mixtape? No, I didn't like that. <laughs> I love J.J. Abrams, but... I love J.J. Abrams, but man, that was a mixtape. And here's the thing. Here's a, here's a reason why I so love what else? Di- Here's a reason why I love Disney and w- now. Who else would you uh, appoint? I thought, you go on the website. Sean Madden made a really good list, and I gave a little bit of input. My, my, my input on this list was, yeah. was Kenneth Branagh. I disagree with Matthew Vaughn. One of my top five choices was also Kenneth Branagh. You're right. Because uh, you saw what he was able to. Okay, he started. He had like a Shakespeare background, and then he came in. He fucking just knocked Thor out of the park. Yes, the classic and, like iconography of a hero yeah. that the original trilogy borrows so much from, Yeah, he's got it. He knows that, it. He that knows was, the classics. That was the first person that I thought of other than the stupid choices like Joss, Joss Whedon and all those other things. I, it's not that that's a stupid choice. It it's is. That, like, it's just a bunch of nerds getting excited. Right, but it's a stupid choice in reality. It's a stupid choice because he's think, think busy. He's busy. Uh, I know, I get that. I get that. But what about the second and third movie? The second and third movie? Fuck yeah, of course have Joss Whedon. I mean, uh, I don't know if you'd want to have, like, without his pop culture references and without, like, you wouldn't really want Luke Skywalker being that much of a smart ass. I just think that nerds are going for the obvious. Yeah, And when they are. you look at Irvin Kershner, who did Empire Strikes Back, the best movie in the, in the, in the series. I looked him up and sadly he's dead. Well, well, was Irvin Kershner ever that Joss Whedon type director? Was he ever a blockbuster director? What did he do no, in his career he, other he than was, Empire? He was more of a guy who just kind of did story first. And was known as like a dramatist. Yeah. Right? He, would, he wouldn't do big blockbuster movies. Maybe the answer to doing the Star Wars stuff right is somebody like from a left field. Yeah. And I know that Brad Bird did uh, Mission, Impossible. Mission Impossible. And that was a big blockbuster. But he comes out of the animated world. And he knows story discipline really well. And then you, maybe somebody like Joe Cornish has what it takes because he did do a small movie. Duncan Jones comes up again in conversation. Duncan Jones who did Moon and Source Code. You're in the Source Code. Yeah, um, Duncan Jones Duncan is, Jones is on our list. That's who I was going to say. Like Duncan Jones has done like substance-filled, reliable, mm-hmm. watchable, entertaining, and compelling yeah. sci-fi. Yeah. Because you you have to think of who are the up-and-coming, not just directors, but sci-fi directors. Yeah. Like, a lot of people are throwing out a Ridley Scott. A lot of people are throwing out... Oh, you um, people are crazy. Different, exactly. A lot of people are throwing out uh, people like uh, Robert Zemeckis. No. Uh, David Yates. 
Uh, oh, and they're just going through the Harry Potter like list. Yeah, exactly. And then so people are just going like, like Paul Whites. Exactly. What's his fuck the like Paul White? The Hispanic uh, Alfonso Cuarón. No, come on, guys. And Let's you just can't. Be real. You can't. And Roland Emmerich. You know what? Alfonso Cuarón, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be against. But oh, come on, guys. Oh, come on. Again, exactly. it, again. Just like Kevin Feige's been really great at steering the ship of Marvel, and John Lasseter's been great with the stuff over at Dance the Animated. Let's see what Kathleen Kennedy can do. Kathleen yeah. Kennedy's been with this series. She's been with Lucas for years. Let's see what she can do. And like you said, actually, I would really, like, if I could choose a top three, Kenneth Branagh. Okay. Um, Who, who's coming off of a Jack Ryan movie. Who's can- and someone like a Ryan Johnson. Yes, but you have to really work the script with him. Cause yeah. He, he, he cheated a lot on Looper. Oh, really? It, um, did you not see Looper? I didn't see Looper. Okay. Okay. Um, but Ryan Johnson is really good with characters, and so 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 were the people that directed Empire. Yeah, I mean the performances are good. So, and so that's I think that's the kind of person we need. Don't think of what, like a big sci-fi like director, this? a big huge movie director, well, as a, a Hollywood star. I got another idea. Yeah. This person just relinquished the job, as reported by Geekscape.net mm. on X Men. Yeah. He's no longer directing X-Men Days of Future Past. Matthew Vaughn. Matthew Vaughn. What up? And now Brian Singer's doing X-Men Days of Future Past as director. I don't like Matthew Vaughn because he allowed January Jones to have a job. Yeah, but he also did, um, he also did that really nice uh, adaptation of the... Um, and Kevin Bacon in that movie. Uh, come on now. Uh, X-Men First Class was the necessary revamp to the X-Men franchise, which was dead. That's fine. After and, Logan, the story of Jimmy the Wolverine. Uh, listen, Logan, the Jimmy the Wolverine, and... and, and and X-Men Last Stand, they're going to fix that stuff. You know that, right? You know, right, you know and they're, they're in the doing, middle of it with doing, X-Men First Class, but you still have little fucking shitters in there like January Jones who can listen, feel a, a, a total of four emotions. Listen, you got it. Three they, of which listen, are stairs. This is what they're going to do. And now Mark Millar is in charge of Fox and their comic book properties. He's going to be spearheading the Fantastic Four. I'm looking forward to that. And everything you read about Wolverine... Sounds like they're doing it right. They got Wolverine and they got uh, this Days of Future Past. And it looks like they're going to be able to retcon the stuff we didn't like from, from Last Stand and Jimmy the, Wolven, Jimmy the Wolverine Logan. <laughs> does anything but a Wolverine movie. Uh, I'm the like, best there is at what I do, which well, is basically tell Creed no. And get hurt. <laughs> and get hurt. And, and then watch, recover from it. And watch Weapon X do, or watch uh, you know, the fucking X program yeah. do everything while I stand there. That and Baraka Pool. Yeah, he's done, he did nothing in that movie until, like, up to the point of him. He literally did nothing. And then out of nowhere he's like, I'm the best there is at what I do. It's like. No, no, what dude, do you dude, do? Dude, this is an origin movie. You, you, like the cred, you don't do anything the, yet. The cred you built up in you the other movies. You have to show us you, what you, you do. No. So it looks like Days of Future Past is going to be a really awesome revamp of the franchise, both narratively and stylistically. What is, for those of us who haven't read that, what is Days well, of Future Past going to be? Time traveling. Okay. So with time well, traveling, they what's can that? literally merge the X-Men First Class universe and the Brian Singer universe. But can they do that? So they, yeah, those they, are all yeah. Fox. So they they're can. all Fox. So okay. they can they can literally retcon the stuff that didn't work in Last Stand. They can retcon the stuff that didn't really work in Jimmy the Wolverine, Legend of Logan. <laughs> and they can put it all together. In a can you that tell works. newer listeners why we why we say that? Because we refuse to acknowledge the proper name for that movie. As well, anything. what's the proper name for that movie? I X Men ha- Origins Wolverine. 
But okay, there, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's X-Men Origins, the story, yeah, of, Jimmy the story Logan, of Jimmy Logan, the Wolverine Clawman. Because I'll tell you right now, it wasn't my Wolverine origin movie. Yeah, exactly. It, it was basically a flea market version of Wolverine. Yeah, it, it was like, they go to the Wolverine and you get the package, there's like a, there's like a Jackie Chan, real painted foot, like plastic figure with like claws tight, taped to yeah, his Yeah, can hands. I take 30 seconds to tell my story of actual getting knockoff toys from the flea market? This is what this movie is. Once I went to a flea market, and I, I mean, I, I'm a Hispanic child who yeah. grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area. I went to these all the time. The San Jose flea market contained a lot of the toys that I grew up with as a child. Two of which you got five seconds were um, two of which were one was a Superman uh, a toy uh, with, with the Superman logo on it. Uh, but instead of Superman, it said superhero, and it was a Superman toy with no cape. Ugh. Second was clearly Batman the Animated Series from the 90s, yeah. uh, a Batman and Robin that came in a set like that. And only Robin was completely different colors. It was b- the black and red. Wherever you think the black and red should be for Robin First was switch. reversed. Yeah. And uh, Batman, once again, for some reason, no cape. Okay. And... Uh, Batman, no cape, and on the thing with, with this on the label with the same uh, the same font the same yeah. font as Batman the animated series. It said Bat Hero and Companion. Oh, you got Bat get Hero and Companion. <laughs> did you, did you buy it? I had them. Yes, I mean at, at this <laughs> awesome. point they're thrown away and they no. Yeah, I mean they're well thrown away no. as in my mom when I was uh, you know 16 and trying to have sex with girls unsuccessfully uh, shipped <laughs> all my toys off including my original Ninja Turtles to my cousins in Guatemala who in Guatemala who immediately sold them for food. So, oh, yeah, they're you, gone forever. You win this round, Jokester. Yeah, they were they, they were they were turned into some drug lords like you win this non-functioning round. gun. You win this round riddle maker yeah <laughs> you win this round companion like they didn't even try yeah but they they, they cut right to the heart of their their whole sexual relationship yeah. <laughs> so but they uh, but yes going back to the point they are actually um they're actually getting uh you know getting rid of the flea market they're, versions of, of the x-men movies the x-men movies and they're basically doing with, if Wolverine is the spinoff like an Iron Man, they're doing Wolverine, and, and X Men's going to be their Avengers. And who knows? Maybe with some positive thinking, we start to see Reed Richards and family come and join them. In the, I mean, Fox owns it. Yeah, it's true. So Fox has had more than one win ever. So um, you know, and then and then who's That's to say being cynical. If, if if Shield is popular over at ABC Disney? Yeah, uh, all I got to say to ABC Disney is Daredevil the series. Why not? Arrow seems to be working. Oh, does it? I, yeah, no. Has it been I, renewed I, and shit? I like Arrow. Has it been renewed though? Yes, it has. How many episodes? Twenty four. I don't know. Like dog, a full fucking like, dude. It's it's. Oh, I gotta stop saying that, dog. Um, Arrow is. You know what? Every every time you guys watch Arrow, go to the Geekscape website because Sean Madden a couple hours afterwards writes a whole assessment of the episode where the uh, Easter eggs are if you're a DC Comics fan. And you know what? Derek has been doing the same thing with The Walking Dead after every episode. That's doing awesome. Doing comic book comparisons, everything. Because Walking Dead is kind of back. This is so Dude, much better than the last Walking season. Dead's back. Geekscape's back. But enjoy your time at Ranker. Man, all we, need, all, all we needed to do was throw out the bathwater. <laughs> what do you think about this? I mean, let's start wrapping this up. Um, I, I did tell you guys that uh, Laura and I dressed as Professor Layton, and the new Professor Layton game came out, and we, I've been playing it. But I'll save that. Awesome. I'll save that for a future podcast because I love the Professor. Can Layton I go game. back to Star Wars for a second? And, and John dies at the end. Oh, why not? Of course. All right. So the I think the best move 
that Disney could possibly do. And yes, they would have to pay Fox a shitload of money. Boba Fett the movie. Uh, <laughs> Admiral Akbar, Babies. No, it's... Uh, they will release the original trilogy untouched in Blu-ray. Fox still owns them. Yeah, you're I right. I know, Fox still owns them, but yeah. Disney can afford it. Disney <laughs> cool, basically not, has yeah. an unlimited... They can pay well, you, for you fucking that, anything you, you with like that. a day's worth of Disneyland visitors. The studios are going to have very hard... I mean, these, these are big corporations are going to have very hard time a very hard time justifying their entertainment wings. You heard that Sony might be selling their whole entertainment division, right? And that might open what? up the ability for Disney what does that or Marvel to reacquire Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> so, dude, uh, Sony... We can so- have a good Spider-Man Sony, movie for yeah. the first time in a decade. Right. Sony might literally sell their Spider-Man off. So that's a rumor. Obviously, Spider- oh, Spider-Man. Fantastic uh, Four. I hope to God. Well, that's Fox. Obviously, Sony. Oh. Like Spider-Man is the jewel in their crown. So who knows? <laughs> you know the so, superhero jewel we'll in their crown. The jewel in their crown is James Bond. That's MGM in UA. But they own. But, but, that's MGM, MGM. MGM. But Sony distributes it though. That's why they there's a fucking Ericsson so, in every goddamn shot. So we'll see. But like you know, James Bond's one of these franchises that has so much like financial wrangling mm-hmm. involved in its long history. That every time a new James Bond movie, every time they have to get made, there's so much tape that has to be gone through. Yeah, and then um, this next one, we're not even getting a, a martini. He's drinking so. some like girly drink that's apparently a huge deal well, you for get, fans. You, you got to pay for the movie somehow. But a, um, imagine, though, if as an olive leaf to all of the disappointed fans, Disney goes, hey guys, guess what? We fucking paid for it. Here's the original trilogy in Blu-ray. Or even just, here's the original trilogy re-released in theaters. Or here's the original trilogy and anything leading up to the new film. I'm with you. And I I would love to have my co-director. I'm the co-director that my filmmaker, Alexander Philippe, on the film. Because let me tell you, we were talking yesterday about Doc of the Dead, which I haven't even mentioned on a podcast. Oh, that's the film. So we're talking about Doc of the Dead. What is Doc of the Dead? Doc of the Dead is the film that I'm co-directing, Geeks Keeps Co-Producing, with Exhibit A Pictures and Red Letter Media. That Alexander Philippe, who did People vs. George Lucas, is directing. It's got Simon Pegg and George Simon Romero. Pegg, George Romero. Go to docofthedead.com. It's got all there, and I, it's got all the information. A link to the Kickstarter because I got to thank you guys. A weekend. Thank you so much for your support on the, of this film. Your enthusiasm about the trailer. What are we up to? I think like eleven grand. So your enthusiasm, your th- enthusiasm on the trailer, your donations, everything. It's going to make a Geekscape movie. A Geekscape produced movie possible. And thank you. This is something that we wanted to do since we started this brand in 2006. Is to give you guys podcasts, a website, um, a community, stuff at Comic-Con. And here we are with the next phase, which is actual content. Not We're, we're not just doing like, hey, we're going to put up webisodes and then we just take stuff that people liked on TV but make them boring. We're going to actually, <laughs> what we're doing is, what we're doing is we're making content for, we want to make movies and TV and, you know. I didn't go to film school to be doing podcasts, although I love doing podcasts and talking to you guys. The filmmaking has to be part of it, and you guys are helping to make that possible. So thank you with your continued support of Doc of the Dead. Keep sharing the Kickstarter with everybody. Please. Alexander and I are working to make incentives like clips, so the more we donate, the more clips we get released, so that you can see more of this interview footage and stuff like that, making it more possible for us to even shoot more of the film. That being said, when the Star Wars news hit, I called Alexander, and... Keep in mind, we're like up to our asses in the zombie film right now. And I call Alexander and I go, hey man, what do you think about this Lucasfilm uh, Disney thing? And he goes, so uh, what should we do about this? Maybe uh, it's time to make a sequel or what? <laughs> I go, dude, shut up. <laughs> Let's concentrate on zombies. And then maybe we figure out what to do about a people 
versus George Lucas uh, going back to right. Like, and so, would this be people like pissed off about him I selling Star Wars? I don't know because don't that would be know. the other people side. Because I think we're, I so know. far we've both been very positive. Yeah. But the guy, the guy that you had, I'm very the guy that you had on before, you said was. Pretty yeah, Ward, negative Ward about was, it. Ward, Ward was just. What well, were know, some of Ward's, Ward's points? Cynical. Because we only have the positive stuff in this um, episode right now. No, no. He just says if it's like the prequels, then he doesn't. You know what I mean? But it's he, not going to be because it's not going to be in Lucas's he, hands. I wouldn't even say realistic. I would say Ward was just. I, I wouldn't even say negative. I would just say realistic. I would say it's cynical. Like I have. You're just cynical. Been fighting you're superly a positive. I no. Sean I've been. Right I'm generally cynical, and yes, I'm kind of a Sean Madden right now. But it's only because of the choices that I've talked about during this episode that Disney has made that are positive. And we'll see if that continues with Kathleen Kennedy. With Ka- remember, it's all these in are Kathleen separate, Kennedy's hands. These are separate and studios working under the Disney umbrella. And here's the thing, Kathleen Kennedy. This is the only negative thing I can say about this as far as people's hope goes. Kathleen Kennedy has worked with George Lucas for about three decades. Yeah. She has worked with him yeah. on pretty much everything he's done for yeah. that long. So some of that leftover sort of like cartoon yeah. bear white beard thing that we all have been traumatized by we'll can see. be carried on by Kathleen Kennedy. And according to an interview I heard on NPR this morning, uh-huh. Kathleen Kennedy has already had some story outlines that were already decided on by Mr. George Lucas himself. Yeah, who's going to be a creative consultant. Exactly. So he's Bring not... Bring on the pain, baby. So we're not out of the weeds. Like, we're we not out of the still, weeds yet, folks. We still have Kathleen Kennedy, who's the biggest sort of either red herring or wild card that we have to look forward to slash dread in this whole equation. Okay. If it had been everyone's gone... Disney's starting it, and Disney's deciding who's doing it from scratch, I'd be 100% optimistic. But the only thing that we have to worry about is... Remnants. Yeah, remnants. remnants. Little fucking remnants. But they're like roaches. Things like this are like roaches. If you see one, there's a whole fucking nest. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to say that, because we don't know what those meetings were. We don't know what our creative discussions were with George in those three decades. Which, who who seems... you know what? George Lucas seems to be... Let's see what the woman does. He seems to be be resigned. Like a man who has finally accepted that his kids are going to have two Christmases and that he's going to divorce his wife. If you look at all of the pictures of George Lucas... Yeah, Bob Iger signing the photo. Not not only that, but there's that really funny photo shoot of all the walkabout Disney characters holding lightsabers and George Lucas holding a lightsaber. He looks like he was forced to do it at gunpoint. And almost... I, I challenge you guys to find a picture of George Lucas smiling. from this week smiling. Yeah. He's giving away something that has been his bread and butter. No, yeah. has it been his him. identity. That, that was his definition, yes. Forever. Okay. All right. So, guys, that's our episode. So good to have Gilmore back. Keep in mind, we covered all the topics in the last episode in less than 30 minutes. But uh, with Gilmore here, we're at almost an hour. <laughs> Fucking filibustering, robust little midget. I love you, buddy. And, you, and I love having you on Geekscape. I really do. we got to do this more often. You let us know, though. On Geekscape.net, maybe uh, join our Facebook group. YouTube us. Twitter at us. Geekscape. Search for Geekscape. You'll find us. I'm at Jonathan London on search Twitter. Search for Geekscape.net, spelled out. Spelled out. You'll find us D-O-T-N-E-T. on... D-O-T-N-E-T. You'll find us on the Facebook, the Twitter, and, of course, Geekscape.net, where everybody's writing articles and we're having a lot of fun. And um, Come on the forums. Come all over them. All right? Um, this like is Geekscape. I print them out and I do that. This is Geekscape, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. All right? 
closing thoughts, Gilmore? We got another hour and a half left. Oh, good. Ranker.com <laughs> is all I have to say. <laughs> That'll be uh, $20. Thanks. <laughs>